0: Ask the Podcast Coach for December 2nd, 2023.
1: Let's get ready to podcast.
0: There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from theschoolofpodcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Collison from theaverageguy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave! Happy Saturday
2: morning to you. Always great to be with you, and uh, and great to be back on Ask the Podcast Coach.
0: Yeah, I'm laughing because uh, all I got for Christmas was my sister in law's cold on Thanksgiving, and uh, uh, it it caught me. And uh, I'm laughing because anytime I try to be slightly energetic, I'm going to end up sounding like uh, you know Charlie in the, the Bucks.
2: Yeah, you got the cough button ready for yeah. For I have the, the cough yeah. button.
0: I actually have in honor of um, Bandrew... I have an empty box of Kleenex already I've gone oh. through. So, <laughs> you know, I was like, all right, it is. I guess, no, I, guess up there I could send you, but if I <laughs> didn't, it. yeah, it's a lot of fun, but, uh, you know, and, uh, I want to thank Jody Kringle from audio branding podcast. Cause she sent me a coffee mug and I thought, oh. you know, who would get more enjoyment out of this? I know a guy that yeah, likes yeah. coffee.
2: Uh, I and, like a little Island coffee this morning.
0: And, uh, there you go. And that, of course, is from our buddy Mark over at podcastbranding.co. He's done a number of uh, projects for me. Because think about it. If you're thinking about starting a podcast in 2024, you want to get Mark on the horn now going, hey, I need artwork. I need a website. I want you to make a PDF for me. Whatever it is, he can do it all over there. He makes really great looking stuff. It really is. And then the other thing is, ready for this? He's a nice guy. Jim, you would appreciate that. You've had your daughter on your show. Mark's mm-hmm. daughter is becoming a tattoo artist. And what do you do when oh, you're man. a pops? That's right. You're like, go ahead, tat me up. He's a great guy. <laughs> he's going to sit down with you. Maybe can get a discount on a tattoo. But he's going to sit down with you and get you set up so that you're not going to get that on a, on a Fiverr person. So when you're ready to look great, because they see you before they uh, hear you, there's only one place to go. And, of course, that is podcastbranding.co Of
2: First, big thanks to our good friend Dan Lefevre over there at Based on a True Story Based on True Story podcast.com. This week uh, he has uh, Little Big Man, Public Enemy and Dahmer Although two weeks ago, I missed this one. I don't know how I did. The Mafia in the movies. I mean, who doesn't want to hear about the Mafia in Casino, Goodfellas, Donny Brasco, <laughs> and the Sopranos? Like, <laughs> like, didn't that sound awesome? Make your Mafia camera fuels. Yeah,
0: exactly. I got to do that. Uh, never turn on the oh, family.
2: Anyway, big thanks to Dan for his sponsorship. Check it out based on a true story podcast.com
0: our first topic today, this came up at the uh, school of podcasting. And the question is like, we've all discovered, hopefully. And if you go to podcasts with an S podcastsconnect.apple.com, And if you haven't done something silly, like let your media host submit your show for you, you'll see stats over there, hopefully. And one of those stats is you can see how far people listen. And, Uh, somebody asked the question, well, okay, is there anything you can do to increase the, you know, the retention? And of course we asked our buddy Glenn Hebert and he said, Um,
1: don't be boring.
0: And that's always a good tip. Um, Jim, do you have anything off the top of your head? Like how do you, you know, to me, I think editing, right? Edit out the boring stuff. Um, But we were talking about sometimes, like, I kind of do a table of contents at the beginning of my show. I'm like, hey, on today, we're going to talk about blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And the reason I don't do that on this show is because, well, it's live. I have no idea where we're going. But I try to do kind of a table of contents so people know what's up. Maybe in the show notes, I'll explain what's going on. Uh, anything you can think of to how do you get people to uh, I, make it to the end?
2: Yeah, I think confidence. I I I think people can hear when you don't know what you're doing, and that's hard because when you first start, you don't know what you're doing, right? You, and mm. and so you listen to the first few minutes, and you're like, yeah, they're not confident. This makes me nervous. I don't know where this is gonna go. I'm now I'm scared. Now I'm I'm changing the channel, so to speak. And so I think there, there needs to be, you know, some element of confidence or comfortableness maybe is the, the word that you're comfortable in the spot that you're in, that you're comfortable there. And it doesn't have to be, listen, read or a script or, you know, it doesn't have to be that. But I think you got to kind of feel like you belong there. And mm. You got to feel like you're, because you're, listen, nobody wants to be embarrassed. This is the hard part about your podcast rodeo show. And it's that it's a you know if you if you're embarrassed by those kinds of things you can only make it so far in that show and then I'm you know you're like uh. oh my god Dave Dave is gonna embarrass him and then I you know I'm out right at, at that point so people don't like when they're listening they don't like to be embarrassed by things and if the host is embarrassed or embarrassing themselves chances are they're gonna they're gonna you know they're gonna go pretty fast.
0: Speaking of Dan from Based on a True Story podcast, if you want to see this in action, go over check it out. He okay. says trying to get people to listen to the end is why I started Two Truths and a, yeah. in a yeah. Lie game on my show, yeah. and it works. Yeah, um, yeah. I know um, Joe Salcihi when he goes to a commercial in the middle of his show, he will say he'll have like some sort of trivia. Like, who was mm-hmm. the 1968, you know, hockey puck scoring dude of the whatever? Well, we'll find out in just a second. Then they'll go to an ad. And so it's a little yep. trivia concert. Yep. A trivia yep. concert. I've gone to those. Yeah, Yeah, a trivia question. Um, uh, Chris from Dealcasters. Dot .live says, uh, recipe for retention. Tell people what they're going to get, like a station identification. Then give it to them as quickly as possible. Yep. Not as simple Mm -hmm. as it sounds. It's not. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of what uh, Joe does.
2: Yeah. And it kind of depends on the relationship I think you've created with your audience. You know, Mm -hmm. there are for for like a community podcast where you've got, you know, deep relationship with your with your listeners. They're looking for more a more personal angle on things. They're listening to it just because they enjoy listening to the conversation that's happening there, whether that's solo or or a group of people, right? They they're just they're there just to listen. I don't know if you have to be as programmed if you've if you've gone that route with your podcast. I don't know if you have to be as programmed. In fact, that may hurt you if all of a sudden you start throwing in traffic and weather on the nines, yeah. You know, and and to, you just you start doing the radio kind of things to attract them. I remember one time I. I I did a a quick reset I like you know mm-hmm. in the middle of the podcast I said yeah we're here we're talking with Dave Jackson and and somebody said to me later one of my listeners said to me later it's like that was really odd that you like this is a podcast why would you reset in the middle of it and so some of those tricks could backfire on you depending on your on your audience too if they just want a conversation um get there I I listen I never tell the audience on home gadget geeks what we're what's coming up on that I put it in the show notes when we're right. done, but they can expect they've been listening to it long enough. They can expect they're going to get conversation, news, reviews, product updates, and conversation. That's what we do, and uh, and so I don't try to you know I, I don't try to get them to the end. But those those are good those are good tactics too to keep people listening. Uh, to the end.
0: Well, I said that once to a radio person. I'm like, "Why would you do a reset?" Because I always quote, you know, Andrew Dice Clay once was like, "You listen to the okay, forget it. No dice today. Yeah, no, <clears throat> no dice. And uh, no dice, man. And um, but he did a reset. And she said, "Well, think about this though. Not every listener, like maybe they stop the show to go into the store, and they come back out. You do a reset. It actually works." She goes, granted, I'm, I'm acknowledging that if you listen straight through, it's kind of weird. She's like, but not everybody listens all at one point. And I was like, yeah, that's not a bad. That's okay. You got me thinking
2: maybe a reset. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: and plus yeah. you get to just, don't,
2: just don't make it awkward. Yeah. Like, I think that sometimes, you, you, you know, you try to do these things and you make them super awkward. Yeah. And people. People don't, again, people don't want to listen to awkwardness. that they, they, Most yeah. people don't. Some people, ironically, I think, or coincidentally, um, I never know how to use those two words. The, uh, some folks enjoy hearing the train wreck or they enjoy hearing that. So that if, if you're looking for that kind of audience, uh, not everybody hates it. Some, some love to see a train wreck.
0: Yeah, Michael Butler, who's been podcasting since 2004, does the Rock and Roll Geek Show. And he is the king of self-deprecation. Um, he actually has a segment called, Oh God, no, it's time for a reading with Butler. And he'll read like email and he just, he butchers it all the time. And so that's kind of what he does. And he's, you know, he's, he kind of just the whole time is like, ah, he's, I'm just want to play some music for my friends, you know? So he's, um, you know, it does, but it's kind of his persona you know, how we all kind of have a persona and, and that's just Michael being Michael. He's not, I'm going to be this self-deprecating. No, no, that's just Michael being Michael. So yeah. So in terms of retention, and I think the biggest one would be editing, you know, just, Mm. you know, go Mm -hmm. in and look now again, when you look into Apple, if you look into Spotify, I believe Amazon now has this, you can see how far people listen and that can be kind of soul crushing. Number one, your followers like an apple you can see i looked at the school of podcasting and i think it was something ridiculous like 80 something percent of people follow that show so consequently when i hit when they hit start there's a huge avalanche because they've heard the podcasting since 2005 blah blah, blah. so they skip the intro and all that stuff um and i can see right where my mid-roll ad is i was talking with uh scott johnson from what was that like and he's like he's like i appreciate that you you swap out your ads so that you're not hearing the exact same ad. He goes, but I know what you're going to (laughs) say. It's like, no, that's fine. Um, And so that was uh, one thing we can, um, so, you know, go in and look at those retention specifics and see if you can see. That's the thing I love about Apple. If you see, like, for whatever reason, this thing just dips, you can click on that and click play and go, what were we talking about there? Oh, Donald Trump. Oh, maybe that's why a bunch of people dumped out of a podcast about podcasting or something like that when you started doing something. But um, the other thing, if you haven't played with this yet, if you are a podcaster and you've claimed your show in Spotify, they did this thing. They do it every year where you can get a wrap up of what's going on. Now, you can do this as a listener, and we'll talk about that in a second because there's some there's some shenanigans going on with that. But if I go through this, it says, you know, saying, hey, you know, people really were feeling what you did. And it's it's kind of a, you know, they have all this um, fun graphics, you know, ready, let's take it from the top. And so they show that speaking of your top episode of Ask the Podcast Coach, and I want to go back and listen to this now, we did an episode called I'm Not Done. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. Uh, then there we were uh, 570 percent more than your average episode. It was streamed, that episode. I'm not done. Apparently it was very popular uh, or more popular, at least on Spotify. Again, keep in mind, this is all just Spotify. Uh, and then we had, um, according to them, 72% of your listeners discovered you in 2023. And this is something I thought of. Jim, how how much of a revolving door do you think we have in podcasting? Like, I know there are shows that I used to listen overall, to. Overall. Yeah.
2: Overall. Uh, I think it's pretty, I think it's higher than you think it is.
0: Yeah. Because I'm you know? like 72% a lot of people that just discovered the show. And meanwhile, here's how you know this. When you look at your numbers and they're not going up 72%. And again, this is Spotify, but I'm like, that might mean that, you know, 68% of the people are not listening anymore. So you're getting, it's uh what's that fun, fancy word, attrition. Right your attrition mm-hmm. rate, so how many people are you gaining but how many people are you losing and I was because when I saw that stat, I was like that seems pretty high I mean I'm yay I got seventy two percent more listeners, but I'm like where's where's the old ones at
2: well thinking thinking of this show, I bet there's you know I'd, I'd say probably fifty maybe maybe higher percent don't listen every week so right. there's there is you know there's a pretty small percentage if we think even if we include the live folks pretty. Pretty small percentage of you are out here every week. I can tell by the names in the chat room. Many of you are, maybe three yeah. out of four in a month, or seven out of eight in two months. But that number is pretty small. Most most folks, you know, they're not listening to everything. And then I think after a while, and I get this way, you get you're like, hmm, well, you know, I've heard everything, especially specialty podcasts like this one, where it's podcast about podcasting. We were saying this to ourselves before we started the show you can only say so many things I mean right. the the it's the the content is finite the advice can be infinite because you can always be working off you know always bring in questions and, the, and the, that kind of creates some space but eventually you kind of run out of things to say or things to do and then you kind of people are like well you know what I've heard all of it before I think I'll use my time listening to someone else's. You know, and then you you go to somebody else's podcast and for a while you're like, oh, this is new. This is great. And then you figure out they're saying the same Same thing, you know, after about three or four or five months. You're like, oh, they say the same things over and over again, too. Yeah. So I think there's I think there's that. I think there's that kind of turnover. And and people aren't leaving because they're disgruntled, so to speak, all the time. Sometimes they're just like, I want something new. Yeah. I want something, I want I want a fresh take, so to speak.
0: You're on song three of the new ACDC album, and you're like, yeah, this kind of sounds like the last five albums they did. Uh, <sighs> you know.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So the, yeah. the next stat they had was podcast marketing close to the click. This was where people, 6% of your new listeners started here. And I was like, cool, I'll have to go look at this episode and see... Like, is there a button to subscribe or follow? And, you know, is everything that I want people to do on that landing page? Uh, I thought that was kind of kind of cool. Um, and then our next fun little stat, um, it lets us know how many countries we're in. So in this case, we're in 13 countries. Of course, the United States was 83%. That makes sense. We speak English, etc., etc. And this one I thought was funny because I have a bunch of shows. So I was looking at this and they're like, oh, They like business, society, and culture, and comedy. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what we talk about here. But the next one Mm -hmm. is about what music they listen to. And, oh, now this one's different. All the other ones were like pop, rock, and I'm trying to figure out what's the difference between rap and urban hip-hop. But apparently those Mm -hmm. are two separate. uh, But, yeah, so they let you know pop, rock, in our case, contemporary country. So uh, that's what people are listening to. They told their friends about you. They say here uh, it was your podcast was shared. And this was where I was like direct link and WhatsApp. that I found interesting. I have WhatsApp on my phone. I'm sure by now it's been deleted and I have to reinstall it. I've used it like twice in the last five years. I, I'm just not a WhatsApp kind of person. I don't have that many people overseas where from what I understand, it's, it's much more popular over there. And, um, uh, we got a rating of 4.0. I I, I guess that's good. And in terms of growth, they said uh, we had 16% more listeners. We had 80% more streams and 29% more followers. So that's, yeah, I'm like, all right. And which is kind of a boost in your arm. You're like, oh, I didn't think that. But this is what I thought was really interesting. Give a shout out to your biggest fans. And this was kind of like, really? You're at a top ten for twenty nine people. They're like, hey, give us your top ten podcast. We're gonna be in that list. And then it said, we're at a top five of 15 people. And I was like, All right. And then seriously? Yep. Yeah, it says we are the top podcast for one person. Oh, wait a minute. Mm. Number one for three people. I'm sorry. Like, well, that's cool. So whoever you are, thank you for, for listening. And then what was interesting is they then give you um that those people listen to 10 times more than your your other listeners. And at the end of this, yeah, 66% joined you for the first time this year, which I was like, wait a minute, wasn't it 72% growth? I don't know, it's yeah, lots of stats. And then um they give you a little graphic here at the end where you can you know in this case they're spotlighting the the top fan thing and they give you a little graphic you can download to share on social media and i thought that was here at the end uh yeah speaking of sharing and you can pick what color you want so if i wanted you know black or whatever and you can kind of click on these and then download the graphic for it so i was like well that's kind of fun and Different and neat, but the one that jumped out at me was, I'm like, wait a minute, we have to have some revolving door here because it just it just sounded like we had so many people coming in, and uh I'm like, yeah, but the numbers aren't going up, seventy two percent.
2: So I i, I bet where there's a lot of turnover in the yeah, you know, again, they listen for six months, a year, whatever, and then they're kind of like, you know, I, I'm gonna, I, I've he- I've heard this. Right. Before I'm hearing the same things over again. I've done that to a few podcasts that are about, about podcasting. Like yeah, I've kind of heard everything there is to say. Now I look at the title to see if it's even interesting. Sometimes I'll do a quick scan. If they provide a transcript, I'll do a quick sc- scan of the transcript. Just say, is there anything new in there? Cause it's, you know, if you're going to give it an hour, if you're going to give it 90 minutes, right. you kind of want to know. How did you get to that Dave on Spotify?
0: Yeah. Rich Graham, by the way, Rich Graham is the guy that turned me on to Alec Johnson. Uh, and I'm, I'm getting my, uh, last week, I don't want to turn this into another stream deck eCam commercial, but Alec is a great guy and Rich was the guy. Oh, you need to go see this guy. And I'm taking courses over there. Yeah. Now you have to have claimed your show in Spotify. So you go to podcasters and all this stuff for whatever reason is always plural. So podcasters.spotify.com. Now the thing is if you have if you used like if you went into Libsyn because Libsyn does that thing where they created separate feed for all the different places. So if you use Libsyn when you claim your show, you don't want to use your you know slash rss That's your normal RSS feed. Go into destinations and copy the feed for Spotify because otherwise they're going to go. We don't have that show. And so uh, you can then go into. Spotify, claim your feed, and they'll make you do the hokey pokey and do a little, you know, authentic, not what's the word there where you have to authenticate that you're the owner of your show, and then they'll give you all those fun-filled stats, which again can be soul-crushing. Um, This show doesn't do, I guess it does better than I thought on Spotify, but I know the School of Podcasting does not. Bernie the Cat mops it up on Spotify, and there was just a... um there was just a report that came out that said Apple users typically are a little older than Spotify users. And I'm like, that makes sense. But that's how you get it. And then they did a thing as well as a listener. So I got a thing. It's like, here's what you listen to in 2023. And the thing that was really weird about it was my number four artist I have never heard of ever. Two guys mm. looking very poppy. And I was like, the who, What? And so I'm going through, the, just like we did, but it's, it's for you as a listener. And about halfway through, my phone rings, he said in quotation marks. And what do you know? It's the band that's number four on my list that I've never heard of. They're like going, hey, thanks so much for liking us. And I'm like, I've never heard of you. And now there's a promo for this band. I'm like, it's, it's so weird. And then they give me my, here are your top songs of 2023. And they're not in it. And I'm like, how can you be one of my top artists and not be in my top like 50 songs? I was like, I just, it it smells like a promo, like a paid ad, yeah, like somebody (laughs) somebody paid paid for that. Because they'd also, I went out. Now it did work. I went over and clicked their songs, and I'm like, yeah, uh, I would not have, uh, you know, would not have been uh, listening to this. So
2: it's uh, that was it'd be genius if it was a paid ad. I mean, they would. You would think they would have to disclose that. You would think, yeah, the old FTC thing. But I was just like. If it was, it's genius. (laughs) Like, that's a good idea. Yeah, I was
0: like, well, that's, you know, it's a great income stream. But uh, so, yeah, they'll show you that on Spotify as a listener. And it was what's interesting is I didn't realize they've been doing this now for 10 years. The whole wrap up thing and other companies Mm. have now like I guess if you're on Pocket Cast they'll do something similar and show you here's the top podcast you've been listening to and things like that. Uh, so speaking of that, if you go to schoolofpodcastingcom slash question, which for the record hasn't been updated yet, but it's still there. Uh, I am asking people what's, what's your favorite podcast of 2023. If you can only listen to one show and you're on a desert Island, what is it? And please don't tell me this is hard. Cause I know it's hard, but I always have to edit that out. People are like, "Oh man, great question! It's so hard. I can't pick one." And blah, blah 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 blah.
2: I just this is the one. It is. know. So you're saying pick one before you get on record. the call. Yes, we know it's hard. You don't have to say it. <laughs> yeah. so just have one ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, that's so fine. um, let's go. Logical.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know what we're gonna do? I was gonna go back to notes, but we're not because we actually got somebody went to askthepodcastcoach.com slash ask, and it was Darren, and he had this question.
1: Hello, Dave. My name is Darren. I am a longtime listener of several years, and I was listening to a, an episode that you and Jim did, and in the episode, you had mentioned that you use a service called Toasty, and Jim just uh, offhand mentioned that he used a service called Magi, and that it was nine dollars a month. I did a search for a Google search for Magi, assuming that it was spelled M A J I. But I and I think I tried different spellings, but I just couldn't find the service anywhere that he was talking about. And I wanted to check it out. So anyhow, if you could provide some clarification on that and where I might be able to find it. I would really appreciate it. Like I says, I appreciate everything you and Jim do. I also listen to the school of podcasting and I will actually be starting my own podcast here in the next probably two or three months. And I'm just kind of outlining for myself different services I might use. So I really appreciate it. We really, really appreciate what you guys are doing. So, uh, keep, Keep doing a great job. And yes, you can use this if you want on your show. Thank Th- you.
0: Thank you, Darren. Thanks for listening. And um, here's the fun thing. And this is maybe a good lesson. Like, if I'm the guy behind Magi, which is M A G A I, it's a biblical thing. The three kings, since we're in the Christmas uh, season here, were known as the Magi. And maybe that guy needs to go by magi.com or maji.com Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. because I knew how to spell Magi. But if you're not, you know, if you're if you haven't read the Christmas story, um, and if you go to supportthishow.com slash magi, that's M-A-G-A-I, that is my affiliate link. And that is something that I have done a lot. In fact, I just did a bunch on Black Friday. I bought a bunch of stuff around books different tools to help you write books and edit books and blah, blah, blah. And that is, I bought Magi. I've been, the guy probably loves me. I've probably given him $27 at this point. I've probably had it for three months and I've logged in twice. I have not taken the time to get up to speed. And I think when we're talking about Toasty, I think we were just going, oh, look, someone has come up with a service where you upload your MP3 file and holy cow, It slices, it dices, it even juliennes. And, you know, there's cap show, there's swell, there's um, pod. Oh, it's something that begins with pod. Yeah, that's funny. Um, It was something like pod peach or peach, peach pod, or I don't know. There's a billion of these things. Um, And I know Jim, you had, when we first mentioned this this morning, you had tried to sign up for Toasty. Did you get any kind of in? I know it's like. Uh,
2: I did. No, I, get, I got in. I got in. I, I had created an account at Toasty okay. at some point. And, or, or maybe maybe I didn't. I did this morning. Who knows? It was, you know, in that pre-show flurry of right. activities that we're doing <laughs> before, we, before we get in there. And very similar. And, and I don't, I, I haven't used Magi. So maybe we just talked about it. I know I don't have an account with them. And maybe we were just talking about it. I'm an otter, otter.ai, and I have, I use swell as well. Sorry, didn't even, didn't mean to make that rhyme, but um, it, it it is uh, the, you know their personal does you know t- twenty thousand advanced words and uh, two hundred thousand standard words. I have no idea what that means. You can uh, get up to two brands words. and workspace. Yeah, uh, as but opposed to the non standard word, like <laughs> that's what it says. Uh, advanced words. In standard words, they must. It must be a marketing thing or something. I don't know. Right. So, sorry, Darren, I didn't. If I led you to believe that I had been using uh, Magi, I, I, I haven't. I, I did. Um, I had been using Swell. Um, both Swell and uh, I pay for Otter. And I don't pay for Swell. I just use a one time a month. They give you a free plan. Um, Toasty has a free, uh, but you have to have, the the audio has to be less than 60 minutes right. to, to try it out. So I need to find a piece of audio to do that. But Swell did a really nice job on transcripts, a um, little bit better than Otter, and in, in it's tra- in getting some of those words. What I'm finding, Dave, with all of these services mm-hmm. is as the underlying technology, uh, you know, all, all of these services were taking advantage of Ch- open ai and chat gpt before anybody even knew how to say the word gpt like they were using i think of uh what's the one oh, what's the there was one the first one out the door jasper right that oh, yeah. was uh and what was the name of it before it was jasper um, cuz they got sued by marvel it was iron um, man's
0: um, assistant yeah,
2: yeah. Jarvis. jarvis it was jarvis yeah Listen, they they are a they are an amazing marketing company. If you ever want to know or think about how to be successful with a launch of something, look at look at Jasper slash Jar, uh, Jarvis slash Jasper. Um, they were in the mar- They were spending some money to make some money yeah. out there, and and they were doing a ton of things. So, anyways, all of these rely on an underlying. This is me generally speaking on an underlying API layer and service they've purchased to ChatGPT in some form or another. As that's gotten better, and it is now that's in the public eye a little bit more. Um, these services are getting better themselves. Now, the question is, and I was just talking with Jay Franzi, who was on my show about this on Thursday night, that the, the prompt engineering that has to go into this now is what matters. Who's the best prompt writer? They all have access to the API. They're sending prompts. That they have, they take your audio, they put it together, they send the prompt with all that stuff to ChatGPT. It all comes back, and and it populates the stuff in the website. It's not it's not magic. They're not doing the AI for sure on this, right? So, um, the the winner in this will be the one who can adapt their prompts appropriately as this technology gets better. And so, I think this is one of those areas we want to watch. You, you're going to want to watch them. We're, this is not done. This market is not no. figured out, right? And so you want to kind of keep your eye on all of them. If you find one that's working for you now, great, use it. But keep your eye on the other services. They may have some things. And when they say they've got a new announcement, might be worth checking out just to see if it's if it's. I, we'll talk a little bit later. I found a thing. I, I discovered a thing I'd never seen before inside of uh, of, of Otter. And so you got to keep kind of staying with it. Well, keep checking it out.
0: It's interesting, too, because I just got an email this morning from Deidre from um, Cap Show, And she was saying how, you know, we we have all these tools. We're really focusing now on kind of readability. Like, we don't just want to give you words. We want to give you good words. And not that they were giving people bad words, but they're just saying, kind of like you said, we want it to prompt to really give you what you not only like, hey, here's a newsletter. It's like, here's a newsletter you're going to use. And so I also think cap show has done something that cause they're, they're a little pricier than other folks, but they're doing something that I'm like, Oh, cause I still pay for cap show. I don't use it a whole lot. I'll occasionally run something through it, but they have a phenomenal community and they're doing all sorts of training for entrepreneurs over there. Like they just did a whole thing on LinkedIn. They've done a thing on email. They've done all these little courses. So they're feeding their community and they're building this community of people that are networking with each other and everything like that. And I was like that's pretty interesting because there comes a point when you're like, oh let me guess. There's a new AI tool, you upload your file and it does a transcript and it slices and they're like they're like, yeah, there are other people like that. How are we going to stand out? And so they've really leaned hard into their community. And so I thought that was kind of interesting. But yeah, you mentioned um something in Otter What's, uh, what's the new thing? Because the thing I like about Otter, it takes them a while to spit it out, but I'll upload something there, and I forget what they call them. It's on the right-hand side of the screen, but they give you kind of like main takeaways from whatever your transcript was. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and uh, so what's, uh, what did you find?
2: Yeah, well, and it, it may not be new. I'm sharing sure, my screen if you want to throw that up. It um, may not be new. It's just something new I discovered on the Wave Service. I have been using them to do full transcriptions for a while now. I have a paid plan with Otter. Um, uh, So um, if you haven't used Otter before, you know, you just dump your MP3 in there. It's going to give you a summary of keywords. It'll let you know. And I find this helpful from time to time. It'll let you know how many, um, how often you speak versus your guest. We've talked about this on the show. This is how I know Yeah, you see it's where it says speakers there. And sorry, Jay, I talked a little bit more than you did. Oh, I always feel
0: anytime I run this show, I'm like, man, I talk too much. Because it's mm. like Dave, Dave was seventy percent. Jim was thirty, and I'm like, <laughs> "That's okay.
2: That's okay. You got you got a lot of good things to say." Um, go over to a little bit to the right then, and this uh, uh, on the screen share that we're doing, if you can, if you can, I'm trying get over to Here get over go. to the diagram. It's just resize.
0: Hold on, this is where I'm learning how to resize things. In uh, what I tried, okay, but you, I'm trying to show the right hand side, and instead it just. It zooms in moving.
2: can you can you share full screen just on it yeah, is that is, that, doable? is what that what you're doing
0: I'm trying and uh, let's we' well, here um,
2: one of the things while you're while you're figuring yeah. that while you're figuring that out one of the cool things and in this otter was early again they they in in uh, in, in um, Jarvis that's not what it is anymore but Jasper. We're uh, we're early on getting uh, transcript names in, and then you can go in with Otter, uh, reset the name if it doesn't recognize the person. And in some cases, I've interviewed them before. We use this for some of the Gallup podcasts that we do as well. It'll it'll uh, introduce the name or it'll show the name. There we go. We're, I think we're yeah. I think we're good there, Dave. Um, and so to bring the names in, one what Dave was talking about is you have this takeaway or this diamond tab, and in that is a summary, which I actually copy and paste into my show notes. So I, I expand it all, and it get, it goes through and kind of gives me a summary of what we talked about with timestamps. That's super helpful. I have to do some editing on that from time to time, and it kind of based on the podcast, um, how just how much. This week was a little bit more than, than others, but... Um, you can see here, it says Speaker 2 uses Jay. Well, it didn't recognize Jay's uh, name right away. I, could, I went in and fixed that, but it didn't update this this summary. But the chat feature, I've never really messed with. And so uh, this morning, I was like, I, and I don't know what made me think of it, but I just went in um, uh, to it because it's this chat is, I can ask questions about the summary or I can ask questions about the transcript here in this chat. And so I said, um, I went in and gave it a prompt and said, um, what's Jay think about Taco Bell? We talked a little (laughs) bit about Taco Bell in the show. And Otter came back and said, based on the transcript, Jay mentioned that after a previous show with Sammy, that was my daughter. Uh, he and Jim went to Taco Bell and got the $5 boxes from the app, implying that he enjoyed eating (laughs) Taco Bell. When Jim brought up later, uh, with Jay that Jay said thanks sarcastically. That's kind of, that was interesting to me, right? Yeah. Sarcastically, right? Likely referring to Taco Bell keeping him hooked in quotes. So it seems Jay has a fondness for Taco Bell, uh, but was jokingly blaming Jim and Sammy for getting him addicted to it. That is not an AI prompt I've seen before th- to this level of detail, right, right? where it's bringing in, it's, it's implying some things, it's implying some emotions in this. And I've never seen one, I didn't know I could, ch- I could chat against the transcript, which is super cool. But two, I didn't realize it was bringing back, um, it was bringing back emotional cues based on the transcript. Then I said, and in the show, we talked about how many monitors I have, and, and I asked it, just a fact, how many monitors does Jim have? And I said, based on the details provided in the transcript, Jim mentioned having at least 11 monitors currently, but says he has, has counted 12 monitors previously, including his laptop. He shared, he did, a, Now this was interesting, too. It says, he, uh, he, blah, 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 previously, including his laptop, he shares a screenshot. Showing a setup with multiple monitors and varying sizes. Now, how would it know? I mean, I did say, let me share a screenshot with it. But based on just that quick, um, you know, based just on that quick reference of that, um, it says he shared a screen showing a setup with multiple monitors of varying sizes. So based on the information given, it seems Jim has a minimum of 11 monitors. The, Dave, this is... This is a little better. I mean, these, this kind of intelligence about what's going on in my transcripts um, are, are pretty good. Now, here's the question. Can I do a prompt like, write? Um, I'll say, write five Twitter uh, posts for, uh, for this transcript? And let's see if it'll do, this would be a typical AI uh, function, right? You, you could do it. So Otter's thinking and, uh, and it, so it wrote one. It didn't write five. It wrote one. uh, Here's a fun prompt. Try, um, please list
0: all the companies mentioned. I did this because I did the episode where the question of the month, and I was trying to get everybody's URLs and everybody said the name of their show. Yeah, look at that. Oh, look at that. So he's got a list of yeah. Taco Bell, Oculus, Blue Yet. I mean, the list goes on. There's probably 15 different companies mentioned. So I've done this. And then if I need somebody to, like, please list the URLs mm-hmm. mentioned in this transcript. And sometimes it'll push back and go, I can't search the internet. So you have to say in this transcript, please list the URLs that were, you know, so that that's a big time saver, at least for me
2: see if Otter has any access to the internet to, to do yeah, that. Yeah, there it is. Uh, huh. No, no URLs, right? Unfortunately, no URLs are provided for companies mentioned in the transcript. Yeah. But, the following companies had their names mentioned, but no URLs. And then it does it again.
0: Yeah. But I loved it because uh, number, yeah. we always, we always have people that say their website way too fast. Or the name of their show too fast and, and the transcript was able to at least give me an idea of where to go look for this. So that that came in handy for for me. Now I didn't do that in otter, I did that in Cast Magic. But I think again, they're all kind of using the same back end. It's all about the prompts.
2: Yeah. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, and I, I just didn't realize I saw this chat feature and I thought it was more about chatting with your team members in um in otter because you can have you can buy business plans that have multiple accounts associated with it and have team members associated with it, and um, and so uh, I thought that was chat based on like we can talk about these transcripts or these edits or things. I had no idea yeah. it was actually an AI engine behind the scenes uh, uh, going into your transcript. For me, that's a little bit of a game changer. With I was getting ready to kind of dump Otter to yeah. be honest. I was kind of like, well, I mean, it's a one-trick pony when it comes to just transcripts for the most part. Now, it's got these takeaways, but they're all... Otter's trying to be a meeting transcription service, not necessarily a podcast transcription service. It works for podcasts, but they're trying to compete with Teams. Teams is going into this space, too, where you can turn on turn on the, the listener. It's going to listen to your meeting and do a transcription of the meeting, and then if there's takeaways... Um, it's going to, there was another area. I was talking about takeaways. Um, oh, I guess there's AI now built into, and uh, Sullivan and I were talking about this on Sunday. There's AI built into Zoom. And you can turn the AI, on, the AI on in the meeting. It will record you, and then you can ask questions to the AI during the meeting about what was said. Did someone give takeaways? Are there things that need to be done? What was, you know, what, what exactly was said? A little scary. It's kind of like that court reporter. Yeah. You know, <laughs> wait, wait, can you read that back to me? I don't need it read back to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do this thing uh, at the school of podcasting where we get together. We call it lunch with Dave. And there's always, you know, two court reporters in the room where somebody has launched this and I'm like, I don't care. But um, yeah, so that's always kind of fun. Um, Jeff says, I tried most of these tools. And now that chat GTP and Magi can ingest bigger transcriptions I just use those. I am kind of starting to lean towards if they're all kind of just using chat GPT, like maybe I should take out the middleman and just learn how to
2: prompt chat GPT. Well, that's the thing. You Now you become the prompt engineer. Right. So are you going to be, I, I, so I, listen, I like that idea, but I think I also like keeping an eye on the rest of the right. services because... Because you know Ryan over at Swell, I don't know if that's the I, I think his him. name. I get an email. From, I think I get a guy uh, email from him all the time. He may come up with a prompt that like is just genius that he's using, and then you then either you buy his prompt by purchasing right. Swell, or you try to backward engineer what he did, try to figure out what he did to get that you know to get, to to get that prompt.
0: Yeah, Dr says it's like Hamburger Wars. Every time one of them. You Do an update. All the others rush to the drawing board to do it better. It is an exciting time. Yeah,
2: um, that's good though. You want that? That's what we want. Yeah. We want competition. Like this is why we don't want OpenAI to win on this one for the most part. Even though they are the provider for all these things, we don't want them to win. We don't want them to wipe out the rest of the the ecosystem because there's we need we need a lot of innovation at this point. So we don't want them to we don't want them to go away. Support them if you can. Well, Cast Magic has a thing now where.
0: If you make a custom prompt, you can share it with their community so you can go in to see what other prompts other people are using. I was like, that's, again, how are you going to differentiate yourself from something when everybody's kind of doing, you know, a little bit of the same thing. And so they're trying to, uh, to figure that out. So, but it is, it's exciting to see. And, and, you know, I saw, um, you know, I have seen people now that have the, you know artificial intelligence generate and read and post the podcast like the whole thing like there's very little human involved with that and i'm like
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah but what does that put out We'll
2: we'll see so D- dr in the chat before we walk yeah. away from this dr in the chat had said can you um the last her last comment let's see have it list the companies in oh, yeah. order from what was mentioned from most to least so i put in the companies. Uh, can you can you list those companies from most mentioned to least? And it did it went right through and said Amazon, Zoom, Oculus, Microsoft, and then next to it said how many times it was mentioned. Um, huh. see. I'm not sharing that screen anymore. Oh, okay. so sorry about that. But that prompt did work, Dr. So that's a good. See, I never would have thought to say that. So, Dr. Thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that prompt.
0: Yeah. So the if I hit this button. There we go. Uh, I've just seen this a lot, and the person's trying to use two USB mics, and they're saying, hey, I just started. I had so many problems with the software. I have two USB mics already and wanted to connect them to the PC and record separately. So OBS was working good for the first few days on a lot of companies. There are a lot of complicated setups. That's a key point there. And yet it's all broken now. I don't know Why? and I'm not going to read the rest of this. I love when somebody says this on Reddit because bangs just comes in and says, don't use two USB <laughs> oh, mics. Bang. Like it. Oh, bang. Yes. We, we miss, miss you bang. Exactly. You. <laughs> and, but it really is when I hear somebody like I'm trying to connect two USB mics, it just, everybody just hops in and goes, don't just don't go buy a pod track 4 roadcaster duo, something, if that's what you're trying to do. Uh, but in the end, you know that's you're just it's headaches it can be done but at the you know expense of your sanity basically
2: and so there's so many there's so many better ways to do it that don't involve plugging it in via usb and you have so much better of an experience if you run it through a, a, a p4 or or whatever right um we we talked about this i think just last week there's a lot of a lot of a lot better ways to do it and it's not that much more expensive and it's just a be, it's a much better experience. Do you think when we mention Bangs he has some kind of something running on the internet <laughs> that alerts him <laughs> that we goop, we're talking about goop, Yeah. If he appears in chat, we'll know for sure yeah. that uh his full name Bangs not bits, bits just yes. to make sure we get we get it all in there. We'll see if he shows up. Well,
0: here here's one way to learn your prompts. DR says, "I subscribe to Prompts Daily, a newsletter that sends you a prompt a day." I've become kind of a prompt order. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, after a while, I've done those kinds of things, and after a while, the the you get some diminishing returns because you just can't keep up with everything. You know, it is it's that's me. Anyways, that's me. It's hard to keep up with a daily. Like eventually, you're, you get I get bitter about it because I can't remember them all, and yeah, I put them somewhere, but then I got to read them again. So it's those those kinds of things are difficult for me.
0: And the. I can't remember if we talked about this or not. If we talked about how Apple's latest update is affecting downloads? I can't remember if we talked about this or not. But what it is, this is an article on The Verge. And it used to be that if you didn't listen to a podcast uh, and you hadn't touched the last five episodes, Apple Podcasts would stop downloading your show. And eventually they'd be like, hey, you haven't downloaded any of these. Do you, you know... What's up with this? And so let's say it's been 3 months since you've listened to this podcast. Maybe you were in the hospital, didn't have your phone, whatever happened, right? And so what and when you say, "Oh yes, I want to listen to this show." It would download 3 months of like it would download everything you've missed. And so all of a sudden, you you know, you get a big old spike. Well, Apple has changed this now in Apple Podcasts that when you say oh yeah, I want to listen to the show. They will download the latest one. And so people are seeing now, especially on these daily shows, because that's where that would happen a lot. It's easy to miss the last five if you've got one every single day. And so more and more people are going, I'm noticing my downloads are down a little bit. And is that for everybody? And it started, you know, around October, November. Well, that's when that um, update rolled out. And so... I just, I've been reminding people because I get that a lot at Libsyn. I saw it in Reddit. I saw it in Facebook. They're all like, are your numbers down? And I'm like, hey, this might be the cause. And then the other thing is, you know, we're in a holiday season and sometimes that means more listening and sometimes it means less because some people will, you know, listen to podcasts while they're baking cookies and other people are hanging out with friends who are in town that they haven't seen for a while, but I just want to make sure everybody is aware that, yeah, your numbers may be going down a little bit and it might be, you know, due to uh, uh, the fact that, uh, you know, Apple has changed their their app a little bit. The other one, and, and this is where we're going to, are you ready to get some hate mail, Jim? Oh, for sure. <laughs> this will be yeah, great. Um, I've seen this a bunch. Hey, there's a new studio downtown. I'm all excited to let you guys know there's a new studio and this is someplace in Texas. Uh, It's only $150 an hour. And so I reached out to them on Facebook and I said, hey, congrats on starting your business. It looks fun. Your target audience is not Joe Podcaster or Jill Podcaster because those people don't have $150 an episode or an hour. And if it's two hours, it's 300 bucks. I'm like, because if I did, let's say, I don't even know if they, if that's just the recording, if they edit it, whatever. But if it was, if let's just say it was just the recording, I do an episode a week, that's 600 bucks a month. I could buy a PodTrack P4 and two Samson Q2Us and have lots of money left over. And so I'm not poo-pooing the idea. I'm just, it sounds like a great idea. And I just said, you need to focus on companies who don't want to set up a podcast thing in their their company. They have a marketing budget. And you know that, but Joe Schmo, I don't think is uh you know what it get Do you guys have an official like podcast studio i mean you got that I mean it's a big company,
2: yeah we do now, yeah, they built one right before the pandemic for me, so it's pretty cool <laughs> nice yeah it is it is pretty, perfect timing. it's way more than I expected, yeah, it's way more than I expected. they were putting some new space in we were growing at the time this was pre pandemic, and we were growing crazy at the time and uh and they needed the conference room that I had sequestered, you know, five years before that, up on a third floor where nobody was, that we had no offices yet, Uh, all of a sudden had a whole bunch of people in it and they wanted their conference room back. And I think the facility guys felt bad. Like, he's like, okay, I need to move you, but I'm going to, I'm going to put a studio in for you. And it has, it has really nice lighting. I have like adjustable lighting on the wall. I have a office light I can turn on and then I have some lights I can bring up and kind of mess around to get the right color temperature in there. Um, of course it's wired for everything. It's, they, they put up sound, um, uh, uh sound tiles on it to kind of keep the, the, the reverb down and, uh, and it's comfortable. And they gave me this big desk, nice, which was super cool. I was like, thanks guys. Now I didn't get into it. They finished it June of June or July of 2020. And I didn't get into it. The first time I even used it was July of 2021. So it sat a year. you know, we work from home, right? I did I did everything from home in those days, so it sat a year. I felt bad. It sat a year before we even used it. And I'm just now, to be honest, fully moving into it from a usage standpoint, and we just bought a big green screen for it to because the green screen's gotten so much better now than yeah. it used to be. And so we bought a big green screen that they need to install over over time. So yeah, yeah, it's a pretty cool. It's pretty cool. People walk in. It looks a little more impressive than it actually is. You know, it just it takes just a little bit to do podcasting, but um, it's fun to have a, a space dedicated for it and, uh, and to be able to do it that way. We we also, Dave, to be honest, we have a big sound stage. So you, the room next to it is a think of a think of about three big conference rooms all put together, and we have pull down screens. Yeah, and nice a ceiling. The ceiling is open and has got got the. You know, got the drop down uh, brackets for lighting and some of those kinds of things if you want to move stuff around. I mean, it's they did a really, really, we do a lot of those, and especially during the pandemic, we did a lot of things that way. So having a full out sound stage uh, for us was super helpful. So that's that it is nice to have that access to that kind of, but this is one of those areas you were just saying it from an organizational standpoint, they have committed to this kind of media. And they, they're they paying for it and funding it and, and doing those kinds of things and building some stuff around it. And they believe in it and they use it. Yeah. And so not all companies will. You know, you once you go down the rabbit hole on this one, it gets a little expensive, you know, to, to think about building the whole room out just for it, much less like a podcasting room. I can't imagine how expensive that soundstage was to get that all configured correctly.
0: And whoever is in charge of posting the show, your company show to whoever's, you know, whatever host Libsyn, Captivate, Buzzsprout, Blueberry, whoever use a generic email and make sure the IT guy knows that because I run into that Libsyn a lot. Hey, Carol doesn't work here anymore and we can't get into the account. And you're like, oh, here's the email. And they're like, yeah, that's Carol's. We can't, we don't know where it's like, so make it very generic so that you can share that email and password. You let the whole team in if you want and things like that. But I, I do run into that. Not a lot, but where people are like, yeah, Joe used to do the podcast. He left. You know, he was downsized, whatever. We can't get in. So make sure more than Joe knows how to post the stuff. Get the IT guy involved in the event somebody leaves. You're not uh, sunk that way. And then uh, I thought this was a fun question. Jim, I'll see how long I can get through this before you finally just have to interrupt. Um, Bit- right. Bitcoin podcast. I want to start a Bitcoin podcast. And while I should have the technical chops, both in Bitcoin and the production side, I don't want the show to be just a Bitcoin show. I would like to interview businesses, talk chess, time preference, and impacts on life, dad stuff, space, history, (laughs) politics, community, and a bunch of others. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I see Bitcoin in everything but I'm unsure as to how to structure this. I'm currently building the studio for the podcast and have reached a point where uh, set design and, and, and podcast direction meet. I appreciate any feedback. And I think he was looking for feedback, maybe on his studio. I'm not really sure, but I just know when I read and everybody in the, in the group, uh, Jim, you want to guess what they said?
2: Uh, no, just to just say it. this, I'm uh, like, sure do, it was painful.
0: Yeah. Pick, pick a, uh,
2: you know, narrowed, narrowed down. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. and I just said, look, let's, let's look at this. Uh, let's I, take it in a different direction. If, if this I was disagree. music and it was jazz, death metal, country, urban, um, hip hop and classical, how likely are you to find one person that's going to love all those genres?
2: And so that was, yeah, like, but not, listen, I do a variety show. Yeah. So, this is kind of a variety show, just to be yeah. honest, right? I mean, yeah, we're talking about podcasting, but I mean, just today we probably had three or four different subjects yeah. in on this thing. I think it kind of depends on how you do it. And if you're creating community, not everybody has to like everything that you do. I had a I had a guest on who's been a long time listener, and I've even podcasted with him uh oh, I don't know, four or five weeks ago. And in the pre-show, he says to me, Jim, I gotta be honest, I only listen to Home Gadget Geeks when you have mm. And mm, on the show, right? That's it. I don't listen to any of the other ones, and I'm like, that's fine. Like, uh, at least he listens to those, right? right? And that—that's scratching his itch. So I, I think um, I think that's okay. I think you're going to have trouble, or early on, well, maybe not, but you, you could have trouble early on attracting some listeners, just as people, just as you're all over the place. You'll find some people though. You'll, you'll find some people who, who like the variety, you know, SP says he's, if it's space, he's in, he's going (laughs) to try it. He's going to at least try it out. You never know. Like how engaging, you know, how engaging are you going to be in this? I don't think it's a, listen, what's your, what's the purpose of your podcast? If you're going to grow community, do whatever you want. Yeah. Like do it, just do it the way you want it. If you want it now, if you want to make money. Well, okay, now you got to ask yourself some, your, your questions, right? That all the things that we talk about. And yeah. Could you make money with that kind of podcast? Totally. Are you fighting an uphill battle? Probably. Absolutely. <laughs> well, then what? it might what? be that he does that and just starts throwing things, every
0: episode's a new, throw it on the wall. And then eventually he's like, okay, I've done 20 episodes. All the ones on Bitcoin seem to go really, really well. The ones on, you know, um, cross country ballroom dancing not so much so they you know maybe then you you narrow the herd and just pick the topics yeah. that are resonating with the audience that
2: you did attract it's a little late on bitcoin just to be clear <laughs> like you you know we're, we're we're into that's a fairly mature space and and we're and maybe that and again you you can do it if you want right you you can absolutely do it if you want but there is i mean there are a lot of topics where you could do bitcoin and because right. it's beginning to infiltrate into some of those spaces, and it's starting to, you know, it's it's getting more uses, not many, but it's getting more uses. Right. And it's a good conversation. You can also do a variety show where you kick it off with Bitcoin and then have and talk about, give some updates on that and some other things, and then go into another topic. You'll attract some people who who like it eventually. You just gotta, gotta get the word out.
0: Well, I know um, Craig Van Slyke from livewellandflourish.com, he's a, a big Chat GPT guy. And he's going to talk to a bunch of tax preparation people, and I'm like, "I, I don't want Chat GPT to my taxes." But I think everybody's kind of like, "This looks cool. It's like you said, Bitcoin and maybe it's Chat GPT and taxes, ChatGPT GPT and healthcare, Chat GPT and blah blah blah.
2: So we'll see why. Well, I-, I mean chat, AI does a great job of comparisons. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what it, it, there's a couple things it does really, really, really well. Writes well. It also does comparisons very well. And you think in the tax world, you'd say, hey, here's, here's a tax return I did. Compare it to 10,000 other returns. And did I miss anything? Like that would be a, that would be a very good use of AI for the, and it would come, it could come back with a, Hey, this it looks like this person may has missed a deduction for the energy savings of America thing, whatever, you know, blah, 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 blah. So for a tax preparer, that 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 kind of use, I wouldn't want it doing all of my taxes. Right. Yeah. But but from a comparison standpoint, it may be a really good tool.
0: Then and, and I think you hit the nail on the head on on the guy just wanting to do a podcast about everything. If your goal is just to have fun with your friends,
2: done. There you go. Just do it. Yeah. Do it. Have, have a good time. By the way, people like to listen to other people having a good time together in, in that setting. Like this is, uh, Dave, we, we've gotten this feedback. I'm not making this up. People listen to the show because they like the dialogue between the two of us. We're, we're friends. We give each other a hard time. We have a few <laughs> inside jokes. We laugh at each other. There's times you say things and I just laugh out loud. And people, you know, I'm the laugh track sometimes <laughs> for your comedy, right? And, um, and vice versa. People enjoy that kind of dialogue. It, what they don't enjoy is really uncomfortable dialogue. Sometimes, you know, or too, right. too performant. And some, some do. You know, it, just just be yourself. Have fun with it. I
0: guess that's, that's it. it. All right. Well, I've teased you enough. I'll, I'll see if um, oh wheel I wheel. I think this should show. Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is at wheelofnames.com dot and I found this because my boss had to figure out who was working Christmas Eve at Libsyn because technically we have that day off, but we always have, somebody always has to take one for the team. And um, so I was like, oh, that's cool. So what we're looking at are my $20 supporters. We always do the featured supporter of the week. And so um, I'm going to hit, I'm going to click this and we do have ads. If you're wondering how, how is this free, there's an ad on the left and I'm just waiting for like I'm waiting to do this and have like some big giant like you know uh, adult product show up. Hopefully that will not happen. But uh, anyway, so we've got everybody on there. Let's even do a shuffle. Okay, now it's really uh, safe and free and and uh, fair. So we'll give her a spin. And this week's featured awesome supporter is there. He is. He's like oh, Beetlejuice. Man. That is Craig <laughs> at Live Well and Flourish dot com. So thank you so much for being an awesome supporter. And speaking of that, uh, you can go to com slash support and support the show. In fact, this month we like Jim got to see the Wheel of Names early. We posted a webinar from um uh, Jessica who did a whole thing on Canva and how to use Canva to sell books. That was kind of fun. So it's not just ask the podcast coach. Plus you get invited to uh, the occasional group coaching and things like that. Go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Also, this podcast is brought to you by PodPage. If you want to check out PodPage, go to tripodpage.com. And if you just can't get enough Jim Collison, I mean, how can you not? Uh, Go over to theaverageguy.tv. Yeah, he's got the little green thingy right there in the background. There's that and this right now. We're using Ecamm poorly, but we're using it. But I'm getting there. Uh, you can you can check out Ecam by going to supportthisshow.com/slash/ecam. And again, thanks to all of our awesome supporters. And um, yeah, I when I saw the wheel of names, I was like, oh, awesome supporter time.
2: Well, you know what I like about it is as soon as I saw it, and I was like, huh, this will be interesting. And then I watched the video you made yeah. where you're, you're showing it by the way, they're giving us some advice. You can cut out that ad if you want to, you can, oh, yeah. in Ecamm, you could just show the wheel. Well, the
0: other um, thing is just to show you, cause I was like, wait a minute. So if I go back and click on this, you can actually um, just go over here and go close the ad. I was like, Oh, well, yeah. there you go. That's easy enough. And it, mm-hmm. it does all sorts what? of stuff. You can share it and you can actually, I, I've not played with any of this, but apparently I can link this to a Google spreadsheet. <laughs> I was like, okay, high tech, wheelofnames.com so
2: no i like it what what i like best about it is it shows every single 20 dollar supporter right. in there so every week there you're being you're being shown on that for some people that matters others yeah. it doesn't but you're you're up there and it's a good reminder it's a good reminder for me of who supports the show and so you just every week you're going to show up on that and then you spin the wheel then that's you know there's a little bit of excitement right. who's going to get picked this week but Actually, everybody recognized, right? Because you show the whole wheel. So kind of cool. I I think a really good idea and a good segment for this kind of show where we are kind of interactive and we can kind of play with it and have fun and show some things and some of that. That may not be for everybody's show, but uh, do they have a paid version? Do you know, I don't yeah. see get, one. Can you get rid of the ad?
0: I kept thinking there's got to be. Let me see here. Um, No. <laughs> it's like that's odd. You'd think there'd be some way of like, you know, it's in different languages, which is great fun. But when I go to, I know that you can um, store, like I stored my settings on my computer. So if for some reason, you know, I cleared my cache or my history and this didn't come up, I can reload, you know, my awesome supporters. And even when I saw the option to share it in the cloud, it was like, no, it's it's still free. And I'm like, okay. So somebody's pet project and you know i was like um oh uh rich Graham wants to know what the heck is squoosh oh do you not know the magics of squoosh so squoosh is a really cool uh tool if you need i do this all the time somebody will have an artwork let me see if i have one here let's go to uh uh and it's squoosh.app and squoosh is s-q-u-o-o-s-h and so if I go into podcasts and ask the podcast coach, and we'll go to images. And so here is, I guess it doesn't really matter. Here, 1,400. So I'll open this up. And over here on the right-hand side, there's a resize button. So if somebody, wow, it says my image is one pixel wide. That's not very wide. So I'll make this 1,400. 1,400. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here, but anyway, you can come over here and compress it. So I use this all the time because somebody will make a 3000 by 3000 kind of artwork. And then it's 10 megs and you're like, yeah, it's supposed to be under 500 kilobytes. And so that's what I, there's also uh, Daniel pointed me to one. It was like uh JPEG something, something. And uh, Oh my gosh, he's back. Are you kidding me? Holy cow. Oh,
2: <laughs> Yeah, I told, I told you he was listening. Not listening. He has something set up. Yes. Wait, when he's when his name is invoked, he gets notified.
0: <laughs> he's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Thrice I was named and thus summoned. Multiple USB mics are oh, a path oh. of pain and anger. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs>
2: Thanks, Banks. Thanks Thanks, Frank. Nice to see, see
0: you. you. Yeah, absolutely. To see you. Yes, your ears yeah. are burning. I was explaining how uh, people do that. So, yes, uh, DR says... I hate it when someone tells me to clear my cookies. I have to say goodbye to all my automatic passwords. Oh, yeah, that's
2: horrible. That is that's a fate worse than death. We we that I, that drives me crazy because it's like, uh, should I? Why should I have to really clear my cookies? Why? Tell me why. Oh, I, we don't know. It just works, and you're like, no, that's not good enough. You do you know what you do to me when you clear my cookies, especially right. when it comes to websites because I log into twenty different websites a day. Do you know what that does to me? So anyway, I that oh I, oof, I don't get too mad about too many things, except yeah. when somebody says, Oh yeah, you're gonna have to clear your cookies. I'm just like, I'm gonna kill you now.
0: Yeah. It's it's um not something I'm happy to say, uh or because there are times it's you know, I had somebody this week using Internet Explorer. I was oh. like, What? <laughs> are you running Windows ninety-eight? I'm like, what?
2: <laughs> are you delete that browser. Let's let's first of all yeah. delete that browser. It's time to get on to a mod. No, I get it. And do you have to, from a support perspective, Dave? Do you have to give that advice sometimes? For yes, folks. If they're having trouble, oh, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, not not a lot. Um, we recommend, and I don't think it's if I do a hard refresh, that's not clearing your cookies, right? That's different. A hard refresh. Uh, yeah, no, that's
2: not clearing your cookies.
0: Yeah, so that's I that. No. I recommend more than clearing your cookies. Clearing your cookies is when I've run out of ideas. You're like, I don't know, clear your cookies and reboot. Let's see what happens. And we have some feedback here. Giorgio says, so you can actually clear the cookies only for a specific domain. Yeah, but th- I know Ooh. how to do that. Yeah. Try try yeah. explaining how to do that via email to somebody that says, what do you mean copy and paste? Gary says, yeah. Boy, we've hit a nerve. We said clear your cookies, and the chat uh-huh. room is come alive.
2: Uh-huh. I have to do
0: that every quarter with one site for content that can't change passwords without doing that. Yeah.
2: Yep. 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 Yeah. And by the way, they're probably storing that oh. password in the clear, yeah. which is it, not a great idea.
0: And then I know this happens. Jeff is, uh, I'm like, yeah, I know. I always tell people I clear them, but I don't. And then you <laughs> yep. move on and they fix it another way. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yes. I yeah. had someone yesterday.
0: Yeah. We, we had a weird issue for a while with, with uh, our recording part of Libsyn, and the the solution, and it worked every time, was do a hard refresh. It was something with a token not being placed behind the scenes. And um, people were like, I did that, it didn't work. I'm like, no, no, this has worked for the last 15 people. And or they would go Control and then type the letter F and the number five. And I'm like, no, no, the button <laughs> at the top of the screen that says F5, not. The letter f and five so um mm-hmm. yeah
2: well how many how many how many tabs do you have open that's yeah. what i always ask how many how many tabs
0: well somebody asked this question what's your plan as since we're, we're talking about spotify wrap up what's your plan to end uh, this was alex sanfilippo from podmatch.com um he said what's your plan to end 2023 strong with your podcast do you have anything off the top of your head
2: uh, uh, for me personally or, yeah. or just advice generally Well,
0: for what you or, that. or I know for me, I've been doing a, a better job of cause everybody knows I'm a little all over the place. Like right now I'm up to my shoulders, right? In learning stream deck with Alec Johnson, I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Um, and then I'm going to move on to stream deck. Like I'm going to learn the tools I have and we had that uh, that group coaching that was in the you know the awesome supporters about books, and I bought a bunch of software to help me write my book. And I was like, I want to. I, I have like ideas for four different books I want to write in 2024. And I was like, Hold on there, Sparky. Let's finish Stream Deck. Let's finish eCam. Then we can move on to books. So I'm much. But by doing that, I'm writing them down. I'm like, Okay, I don't want to forget. This is where I want to go but I'm much better at being focused than I was say two years ago where I now recognize, Oh, look what you're doing. You're going to go start another new thing and not finish the thing you started in the first place. So, so for me, that's, I want to, I want to tidy up some uh, tutorials in the school of podcasting because we got, uh, you know, 29 days left before this year's toast. And so that's something I I plan on doing
2: to kind of wrap up 2023.
0: Anything uh, off top of your head?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. I've been working on the site a little bit more. I neglected theaverageguy.tv for a lot of years, and I've been kind of coming back, uh, paying attention to more of the analytics as they're happening in real time. Been experimenting with some posts. Been thinking about building some pillar posts, some pillar pages that, and basically a pillar page is just a page where everything else points to it uh, on the on the site. Um, I've been thinking about, and I've actually been the audio side of things from a podcasting standpoint. I think we'll just continue on where we've been going with it. Um I've been slowing down a little bit for the month of December I have a procedure th- th- uh, this coming up this Saturday that's going to going to put me out for a couple weeks. So I've been slowing down on purpose on the audio side of things just because that's kind of more real time work so I I won't have a lot of that to get done at the, at the beginning of the year. But it 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 gallop we're going to spend some time looking I think 2024 is going to be a really interesting year. Uh, for us. And so I've left, I know this is, this is a novel idea, but I've, I've left some room for change, <laughs> right? <laughs> where I'm like, hey, I'm not, at this point, you know, some people are like, what's your goals for 2024? I'm like, I don't know yet, because the teams that I need have not decided their goals yet. Mm. And so we're right, we're just, it's just kind of like, so this is going to be one of those weird years where I don't do a lot of planning at the end of the year. I think it'll be probably spring or or, or maybe uh, early um, summer here in the United States, here in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, that we begin to do that planning. So it's it's a little it's a little bit up in the air. But I've been learning a lot about SEO, so it's been a good uh, good thing to do some writing and and test some things out.
0: Yeah, that's another thing you can always learn. Uh, and speaking yeah. of learning, Dr. says I bought a ton of Udemy courses. I'm ready to do some learning. Yeah, that's something where. I, again, especially with black Friday, I bought all this stuff and I was like, it's like buying a book thinking you have the free time to read the book. And I'm like, so I just started putting like, I have my calendar and it's open for members of the school of podcasting to, to book coaching time. And there's a certain period. I think you can't after 48 hours, you can't book time with me or or within 48 hours, something where like, you can't book something with me tomorrow. Cause that gives me a chance to look at it and go, okay, I don't have anything on that day. That's now mine. And I'll put like read for an hour, um, you know, write a newsletter, all the stuff that you just kind of, instead of me going, well, well, I got some free time. What should I do? I'm like, no, let's actually think about what should I like today. I'm writing a newsletter. I just, I wanted to do it yesterday. Didn't get done the whole, you know, getting sick thing kind of makes you sit down and watch uh, cute, but not very funny Eddie Murphy movies on prime. Um, yeah, that was, uh, I, I've seen Eddie he has Murphy. a lot of those. Well, it's a lot of them. He, he kind of hinted, he was on The Tonight Show. Um, uh, wait, we need to, uh, we have a jingle for this. Oh, lovely. Here comes another 10 second tangent from Dave. <laughs>
2: Brilliant. Such absolute rubbish.
0: Yeah, so we're rubbish. talking about the Eddie Murphy movie on Prime. And um, he said this on The Tonight Show. He's like, well, there are all these shows, um, you know, Elf, It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, Four Christmases is one for me that I, I always want to watch every year. We all have our own list of of holiday movies. It's like, I'd like to be in that. And I'm like, sure, those are royalties that you get, I'm assuming. And so I watched it last night. It was very cute. But here's the thing. I thought about this. Like, Four Christmases has a couple scenes that I just wait to see Elf. I'm waiting for him to go, Santa! You know, I'm waiting for him to get in the fight with the, the little person. There are these funny scenes that you remember and the whole movie was cute, and there were some really cool special effects. But in the end, it was cute. It was a cute Christmas movie, but there wasn't that one funny scene that, I'm like, wait till you see this thing.
2: And, and so yeah, it was cute. Um, I like the I like the Tim Allen Santa Claus ones. Yeah. those are my those are my favorite. I mean, I, I like Elf too, but T- Tim Allen did some good Christmas ones.
0: He did. Um, Dr says something. This is something we should all need to think about. In fact. Uh, that brings up a good point. Um yeah. it sounds as though free time is a bad word. Nothing wrong with taking a breath, which is what I did last night. I was like, look, I'm sick, I need to take it easy. I'm going to watch this movie. Also, at least in the US, if you're having a tough time with the holidays, cuz sometimes the holidays just come up and kick it right in the 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 chimney. And um <laughs> <laughs> and if that's you and you're struggling, a that's you know, it happens. Uh 311. Did you know there was 311? No. 3-1 I think that's the right one. Is it 811? I'm probably giving out the wrong number. And here it is 988, uh support for crisis intervention. Oh,
2: okay. 988.
0: Eight. Yeah. And they also say carry Narcan and if you don't have Narcan, uh, there is. Let me copy this and throw this in the chat room. You can actually get a Narcan kit, and that was a thing that was kind of like, oh, I guess this is the world we live in now. When I was in Indianapolis, I stopped at a the occasional rest area, and every rest area had a like a Narcan kit on the first aid slash Narcan stuff. So if you happen to pull into a rest area and end up overdosing, you can oh. Yeah. Uh, And I was like, really, we're going to have a Narcan kit every like five miles. I'm like, well, that's the world we live in.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if you, uh, so if you are having a hard time with the holidays, uh, that is something you can do. Um, here's, this is another question we got a lot of. And when I talk about, sometimes it's hard to do this show because it's the same question over and over. But I was like, but on the other hand, if we don't play our greatest hits, like there are people that are actually asking these questions, and so in theory, there we go. Except that's not the one we wanted. We wanted
2: this, which should now. come. But you up. can never, you can never show that enough, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can never show that enough.
0: So, and and basically, to boil down this question is kind of like, is it good? This is I started my first ever solo podcast about my journey with mental health. Speaking of mental health, uh, at the end of October, so it's. I've been at it for about a month and I didn't have any following to begin with. It's early uh, for me to be able to tell if my podcast is growing. Well, that one, I'll just stop here. If you got 10 downloads on your last episode and you got 12 on this one, your show is growing. Um, so that's easy to figure out. Um, or should I expect, be expecting a certain number of downloads within the first month? I'm definitely not podcasting for the hope of being able to monetize one day. Good. Good. A lot of people don't, you know, you can just do it for fun and to get your message out there. I really think that what I've been talking about is a very relatable and can be help to my fellow uh, depressed folks. With that being said, I have no idea if I'm on the right track or if I need uh, my approach. So I, I saw that and uh, that's, that's, that's that's enough for that one. I, I thought I saw it someplace else, but it's the same question. So I always get that kind of like, hey, is this good? And so, um, I see this a lot, and it really, first of all, downloads really only come into play. They they help you see what's working and what's not. But in the long game, downloads really only come into play if you're trying to get an advertiser, right? Because if you're just doing or it for ego or, or ego. ego, yeah. So, but that's why I say it, it helps you see what's working and what's not, but. And I always use the example, if I did the Pygmy Pony Show, right? That's a pretty neat show. And if I got 300 downloads of the Pygmy Pony Show, holy cow, who knew that many people were into Pygmy Ponies? But if I do the, hey, we're all fat show, and I get 300 downloads, I'd be like, this is really, this should be more. Because, you know, we're all fat. This should have thousands of downloads. So it's hard to say what's the number. I know I did a show that was purposely horrible and I got 10 downloads every episode. So if you're getting less than 10, you're doing something wrong, but I don't know. What do you say to this, Jim? Cause it's, it's, there's no kind of like one size fits all answer.
2: Yeah. It just it, listen, getting, getting visibility today is hard, right? Yeah. It's it's there. It was, it was easier earlier <laughs> in podcasting, but there's so many podcasts now and, and so much vying for people's time. And then you have to think about your own influence what 's your own circle of who do you have access to and how can can you you know can you put a post on LinkedIn and reach a couple thousand people or can you do it on Facebook and get a couple hundred people? Can you build influence in a way where people will tell other people about it? Listen, people just don 't magically find podcasts; they have to have a reason right they got you 've got to give them a reason you have to market to them you 've got to promote it in some way that it influences them to give you an hour, let's just say that's the time, to give you an hour of their time and you're buying an hour of someone's time is very very valuable. So you're buying it. You're they're giving you something for that. So you got to you got to make it worth their time to do it. They won't do it with if they don't know, it's not magical. So you got to do some kind of marketing to get it out. If early on, I think some people folks I'll just I'll build this podcast and folks will just listen and you're like, "Well, Maybe not right away. It may take some time. Get a few. Use those first ten weeks to get. You know, we've talked about this before. Record ten and then throw them away, so you get better at it. Then the next ten, use those as your marketing. Then do a big. Once you've kind of gotten good at this, then do a big launch. Kind of do a relaunch, and and um, you'll learn some things about yourself, and you'll have some material for folks to come and listen to, and and then work on the, your word of mouth. Either, th- those are the only two ways to get podcast. Uh, a promotion, buy it, or have someone say it, yeah, for you, right? Those, that's it. That's all. That's all you get. You can be on other people's shows and some of those kinds of things, but yeah, I, I just i I think it just depends on you. How, how influential are you? How, how what what do you have access to?
0: Yeah, and and you made a great point in about you know getting people to say it. So maybe not focus on being the most downloaded show. Focus on being the most talked about show. Because when people are like, oh, did you hear what they said on, you know, like, I don't, yeah. I, don't I didn't see the video yet, but I guess, uh, but we're just, I said Trump earlier and I'm going to say Elon Musk. So we're going to get blocked on YouTube. Um, <laughs> but I don't know what he said, but somewhere apparently he dropped some, some colorful language, shall we say, because I saw the headline where it's like Elon, blah, blah, blah. yeah, And I was like, well, that's a, you know, he did something different, you know, I don't know if he dropped an F-bomb or what, but. You know, but now people are talking about it because he—it's not the typical thing. So, when you can kind of do something that's slightly different, people are like, "Hey, did did you see this?" Like, I remember there's a thing on YouTube, and it's—it's it's kind of funny, it's kind of weird, but it's back before our time. Yes, Jim, there were things before our time. T- yes, TV would say goodnight at the end of the night, and they would play the Star Spangled Banner, and it's this old black and white video of a flag flying. And I think it has the, the words of the Star Spangled Banner or something like that. But when they switch from like one page to the next, they would have these weird subliminal messages like, and I'm just making one up, like drink more milk or always, you know, you, you are in control, always do what the government says or what, you know, put on a big <laughs> tinfoil hat for this. But if you watch that video. You're like, okay, I don't know if this is doctored, you know, that whole nine years, but you definitely, I'm talking about it now. And I haven't seen that thing in a couple of years, but for me, I was like, that's, that's spooky and weird. And it makes you want to share it with somebody. So try to be that, not so much tinfoil hat, weird craziness, but you know, if you can get people to talk about it, or in some cases, just the fact that you're talking about it, you know, um, uh, Todd, the gator does a show about a video game that I, I'm not much of a gamer. So I have no idea what he's talking about, but I'm sure if I played that game, I'd be like, Oh my God, somebody's doing a podcast about my favorite game. So sometimes just doing the podcast will, will give people like, Oh my gosh, this is different. I can't believe somebody's doing them. Like for me, it'd be, you know, (laughs) Nintendo, uh, Tecmo bowl was probably the last time I was really into gaming. We'll be here next week, Jim. Good luck yeah, with yeah good, good luck with your uh, your uh,
2: procedure with the procedure yeah and no, par- so just just hold on it's just so folks know just partial prostate removal uh, should be fine uh, not cancerous at least at this point and uh, but these are all preventative so make sure gentlemen and ladies make sure you're getting your your annual physicals we caught this 10 years ago and have been treating it and working with it it's just now time to do some things about it. And so they're going in Monday morning and they're removing part of it. And I'm hoping I'm, I feel well enough next Saturday to be with you guys. If not, we'll figure some. Dave will figure something out. Yeah. Like he always does. But I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping I'll feel well enough. If not, I'll be back the next week.
0: Now I have to go find this video. Apparently, Elon told me. So uh, t-
2: to. No, go- later he corrected it with uh,
0: Iger. Oh, it was he told Iger to, uh, yeah. to go um, have relations with himself. Um, In a way, So uh, at any rate, well, Jim, do you have anything coming up on the average God TV? Are you taking a week off or?
2: Uh, Well, I'd be taking next week off for sure. But Jay Franzi was on Thursday night. Jay's been out in chat all morning. Nice. And Jay and I catch up a little bit on, uh, on his AI. We talked a bunch, I should say about a half an hour on some AI stuff, what we are actually using. So not just theory, but what we're actually using. And then, We look at failed tech gadgets that we purchased in 2023 that didn't work. And so it was just a fun, it was kind of a fun walk down at least the annual memory lane to say, yeah, I bought this, maybe not a great decision. So that's available now, posted homegadgetgeeks.com. And
0: on the School of Podcasting, I actually was really fleshing it out last night. I'm going to be talking about, we, we talked about this a little bit today. You learn by doing things wrong. That's really, I mean, it boils down to it, you know, and I talk about, you know, the first time you kiss somebody for real, and when you rode a bike without training wheels, and you know, the first time you drove on the freeway, right, by yourself. All these things, you're like a little uncomfortable, and how do you overcome those? So it's not directly, like, let's talk bandwidth and downloads, but it is something that a lot of people run into, because I did stand-up comedy in Indianapolis, and I'll actually be playing my set which worked kinda but there were a couple that were like wah, wah, not not very funny you know uh, what I needed to do was have my stream deck there so I could be like take my wife please and then I would have just killed but that wasn't there so that's uh, that's coming out on the school of podcasting and uh, yeah we'll be here next week and uh, getting ready for the holiday season here ask the podcast slash live if you haven't already. Uh, subscribe to the channel, uh, smash the bell, you know, the Holy on iron yards, and uh, we'll see you next week with another episode of ask the podcast coach. Well, there we go. Yeah. So, boy, you think you got it set. And apparently this, I, I have a button that says open notes. And really all that is, is it's just opening It's sharing my screen now wow. here. And I was like, well, that's not what I set it up to do. So well, still a getting, bit of a learning curve, getting, getting better at it. Yeah. Better at it. And then the, the whole thing where I dragged your screen on, I was like, okay, then I got all cocky. And I'm like, okay, now let's drag Jim on top of it. And that messed everything uh, up. And I was like, oh, uh, uh.
2: that's so, all right. That's
0: but that's just one where I I just need to open it up now and just play like, okay, now if I wanted to do this and that, cause I want to change, uh, I want to change our background and make us a little bigger, like oh. in a way, I mean, I left the bottom so we could put comments down there, but I was like, do we really need to ask the podcast coach at the top? I'm like, you know, maybe just have the logo and, you know, cause we need to see our smiling faces and like. You know. Plus, I need to add I'm some okay, Christmas stuff okay.
2: on there. So, yeah, Christmas is coming up. Christmas is coming up. Okay, yeah. I'll send you a note on um, uh, probably Wednesday morning. Then I'll Good try. Right. I'll just Whatever. send you quick in Slack. I'll just send you on, in the Slack group. I'll Damn. give you the hey or um, mm, yeah. All right. uh, hold on. <laughs> Let's see if we get the oh, there, there we go. And uh, and and yeah.
0: Oh, can we see? I still. I'm not cool enough, man. Oh, you know why? Because I turned them off. And in fact, I felt naked half this half this episode today. I did not have a blurry background. I'm like, how can you be on video without a blurry background? That's
2: <laughs> you know, I've got this spot right here of that's just black because it's just a curtain covers right. the wall. I should do something with that. Like that's a that's that's prime real estate right there. I, could, <laughs> I used to have in the in the old days, I used to have a monitor up there that yeah. would have things that have things on it. Yeah. I
0: still miss the skis. We,
2: yeah. <laughs> I got I took a lot. For some reason I had a guy at work just didn't like that look. Mm. And I thought I liked it. I thought it was kind of personal and but he was like, No, no, take it down. So Well uh, Sounds good. Sounds What are you gonna so. do? But I took um, it down. Took it down. Took
0: did it. you survive Thanksgiving with all the grandkids and Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, know it sounded it like you had good. a hand
0: I actually your ears were, I, were burning because I had to do a a Thanksgiving story at my church. So I was explaining how we used to have 20 people at Thanksgiving. And I said, you know, kids don't know that things are going to change. And I said, I explained when i there was one time where my sister dressed up like a pilgrim and I dressed up like an Indian. And I said, and it, that was the way Thanksgiving always was. And I said, and then like two years later, uncle Larry and aunt Betty moved to Texas and then uncle Jim and aunt Pete moved to Louisiana. And then I'm like, next thing you know, I'm like, and this year we had three you know, and I'm like, so I said, so you don't know. Uh, and I said, you know, my, my buddy was saying he was going to have a house full of kids. And it's going to be a lot of work. I said, but I told him, you know, yeah, but you're like, those are the best memories for those kids ever. They're going to remember those. Yeah. So
2: yeah. 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 No, it's super good. The kids really love it. And, uh, I got to stop scheduling my physicals for the week after Thanksgiving, though, <laughs> my, my blood numbers were off the charts. My doctor was like, <laughs> are you are you trying to eat fat are you like you know and and triglycerides were up and and cholesterol was up so i was like okay i need to schedule like the end of august that's usually like a good august is a good month for yeah. i'm not you know in so i'll next year i'll schedule my physical for august and not not the first of december yeah you know, or the, the the week after thanksgiving that's just a horrible i used to do it sometimes to do it too i'd I'd, I'd schedule the fiscal after we came back from a ski trip. And of course I'm just eating like shit right. in the, in the car the whole way down and back in the ski trip. Right. And i come back and I'd be like, why are your triglycerides yeah. off the chart? And you're like, Cause I drank about eight gallons of soda. <laughs> That's why every restaurant, every, yeah. everything you do. So, yeah. Well, okay, friend, All right, man. I we'll will, uh, I will see you. Yeah. Thank you. And I'll see you next Saturday. All right. Take care. Take care. Have a good one. Bye.